What is up, everybody? Welcome to this is the first of a kind for us. I think that, that's all. Uh, John first Miller. live stream together. First live stream together. Yeah, first of On, many. Yeah, first. Yeah, we've done like radio shows together. Um, you've guest hosted with me before. You've had me on your show before. I've had you on my show before. And we've done everything but this. Do you want to do some more of this? Um, it's possible. I mean, reach out I mean, to me there, after the show. There is a football season coming up. Did you know? I don't know if you and, know about that. Yeah, and I've. I mean, I do want to. I do want to talk about it this year. Um, I mean, maybe I we can chat. Yeah, let's talk after. Because okay. I'm not doing a Hawkeye podcast anymore. So this this could. Be, I heard about that. This could be like an opportune time for the there's invitation. Some, yeah, let's talk. Let's definitely talk. I feel like there, feel like there's some potential here. Has the real quick before we get into today's Big Ten deal? How's the energy? Be- well, gas prices are going down. Feels good. You know, I, Did I'm you glad. For, strings? I'm gl- well. I'm not allowed to talk about certain things because of the security clearance. Um, and no. in this household, we keep we keep things that are secure, secure. And um, so. But it's nice to see. I'm glad for everyone that prices are going down. Thankfully, my company, I am not involved uh, in production. So if the price of energy's X or A, doesn't matter to me. So, but it's good for you. It's good for everybody. I mean, listen, I still drive my car. So it's good for me too. Yeah. You don't have a Hawkeye Nation truck. You got a car, though. Well, as I tweeted out this weekend, <laughs> I went about building an internet business all wrong because I roll up to meet with my buddy Chris. When I mean, I was back in Iowa for the first time in a long time, and I'm only 15 minutes from Bondurant. And as everybody knows, it's one of the things you know growing up in the state. If you're within 15 minutes of Bondurant, you got to stop in. I'm like, well, Chris lives He's there, so we have. We had breakfast and I roll up and I see a Cyclone Fanatic truck and I'm like, son of a bee. I never did that. Um, you know, people say, what are you talking about, John? There was a Hawkeye Nation RV. Well, that was Joe Schmelkes. That wasn't mine. I didn't roll that way. I'm just <laughs> I took a, a big small, dump in that thing one time. Did I'm you hear about that? Small, yeah. What's that? I took a big dump in that RV one time. Did, you, on or RV did, you, TV? did you or did you just say that you did? I think it's I the latter. Give, yeah, I think but it's I the really latter. Wanted to. Oh, I really wanted to so bad because that just would have been one of those epic things I could have just held on to forever. We can't so beat just, you guys in football, I, so it's, I may as well take dumps in your RV. I literally just pulled a Mythbusters. I had no idea out, out of nowhere, and I was right. Yeah, right? You were right. Yeah, right. You've known me for too long. All right. Really? Um, if you're – if you're gonna, if you can't watch all of this live, I will put this up on the Chris Williams podcast page. We'll tweet that out. Uh, you'll find that the Big Ten finally announced its deal today. John, we've been hearing about this. Really, there's nothing shocking. Everything today was what we thought it would be. But you and I haven't really had a chance to react to this yet. What do you? What are? What are your thoughts as a, firstly an Iowa fan, but just a guy who loves to analyze this stuff like I do? What do you? What do you think of this? Right, and that's really the word. The more I'm coming from this is my enjoyment of analyzing stuff like this. Do I want Iowa to win? Absolutely, I do. Do I like? Am I so super happy that? Oh yay, Big Ten! You got a new media rights deal? No, I, I, I don't. It's like I, I feel like as a fan of a team, am I supposed to be excited about this? I guess. Um, I will also say that's very uh, privileged of me to say that 
considering I happen to root for a team that had the good fortune of just being invited to a conference in the 1800s. All right. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, absolutely. And a, a school and athlete, a school that has a, a great academic institution and a solid athletic program and some good history, but it's not Ohio state. It's not a blue blood. And it's not like Iowa brings so much value to the Big Ten that if they were going to start over and invite schools today that they're shooing to get in, they may not. Okay, So I recognize that um, because I also know that there's some people watching this and listening to this probably not feeling good. So is it good for Big Ten schools that are in the Big Ten? Absolutely. It's fantastic from a, from a revenue perspective, from a, an ability to get out of debt perspective like Iowa is in and Illinois is in, and Michigan, all the debt they racked up for COVID. So those are all good things. When you're going to be making probably 80 to $85 million a year just in television rights, it's a good thing. Is it a good thing for the entirety of the sport? Don't know. Doubtful. This is probably headed to a, a, a top a, a 48, 48 programs, something like that. Top 40, top 48. 220, 224. 224, essentially. And yeah, I, um, I don't like it. I don't I don't know. I kind of the, – the, the farther we get down this, the more I kind of feel too like at some point they're going to be a little bit wishy-washy with the antitrust stuff, right? Like, you know, at some point it's like, well, are, are these – should these institutions still be tax exempt, these athletic departments? You know what I mean? And I, and I do think that there be, there's a little bit of smoke there that I'm not sure the Big Ten and the SEC are going to want to die. Like, I just don't think they're going to want to just completely kill everybody off for a while. Right. I think we're, right. I think we're 10, 15 years from that. I'm talking more like your Mountain West and your Sun Belts and stuff like that. I think that there's going to be, you know, as an Iowa State fan, I'm not, panicking yet i think that the big 12 is in actually decent shape compared to where i thought it was going to be a year ago right when I wanted, texas i want to talk Oklahoma about that. i want yeah i wanted to ask you about that let's let's talk about that at some point today yeah absolutely but no i i mean the pac 12 is next we're all saying what's next and that's where we kind of get into this this big 12 pac 12 thing because it kind of feels like an all-out war behind the scenes right now where it's also interesting john because it's like it, it's it's kind of like they're just punching at each other's weight. You know, like the Pac-12 should be mad at the Big Ten, but then the Pac-12 commissioner goes up on media day and just starts lobbing grenades, you know, at the Big 12, right? Let's like, say, well, why are you mad at that guy? He didn't he didn't, he right. didn't do anything. Right. It's like getting but, grounded um, and you didn't go and punching your brother, you know? It's like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, like, whatever. Um, and I'm sure that the Big 12 is being aggressive behind the scenes, but, you know, I, I can tell you that hasn't been a thing. It's been a thing for a while, like these Arizona schools. And, uh, you know, you're a huge liberal now. Um, those those liberal – I just winked at you. Uh, those – I'm over the, here the doing California, some research for another segment, but I just, so I didn't see the wink. The uh, No, but the California schools are – like we're watching that stuff yesterday, right? Like they're a pain in the ass. Like they're, they're really difficult to work with. And, like, I've heard for a while that the – right. Arizona schools were kind of sniffing around and, and seeing what else might be out there. So I, I think the, the, the PAC 12 deal is next. What happens with that? My prediction is they get a low ball offer that isn't going to pay them enough. And we're going to see more realignment. 
from a Big 12 standpoint. They're either – even if they can't get Pac-12 schools, it's San Diego State, it's Memphis, it's whoever. I think the Big 12 adds here in the next 365 days. That would be my prediction. Okay, a few thoughts, and these are just thoughts, okay? This is the first time I've talked uh, conference alignment speculation, I don't know, a couple of years, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting the rust off. Number one, okay. um, the, the deal that was done today with the Big Ten, roughly 7 to $8 billion, right? There, mm-hmm. uh, multiple uh, people have reported, um, I'm not saying I went and found this, Brett McMurphy, maybe a few others, that there are escalation clauses in this contract, which, which could take it up to upwards of $10 billion. And that is relative to future Big Ten expansion beyond USC and beyond <clears throat> UCLA. And there was an article, I think you I think you tweeted it or Facebooked it or something. That's how I came across it because you're just a man of, of means and a, a worldly uh, <clears throat> consumer of news. Then the Wall Street Journal about the, the travel demands on yeah. uh, but the like UCLA's like soccer team and stuff like right, that. Yeah. Right, right. And that really opened my eyes and started to make like this. This is <laughs> unless everybody buy, unless they all just private jet it for everything, which I guess they technically could, it's not going to fly. And private jetting is no. not going to fly probably to folks out in that state relative to their, their, you know, political proclivities. So what makes the most sense? Well, it makes the most sense that you bring in a Stanford that you bring in maybe even a cow and you bring in a Washington and you bring in an Oregon and it's set up for Notre Dame to finally acquiesce and come in. If they can't get that hundred million dollar golden kit ticket on their own from NBC, because Notre Dame, actually some people say, well, now they're going to be forced. I don't know about that. NBC is getting back into college football now and NBC with more people around Notre Dame, more games around Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame currently getting $15 million a year may be able to bump that up to $50 million a year in this new world. Now, there's that. that's the one thing. Second thing is, if I'm a, if I'm a fan of a Big 12 school, and if I get this wrong, certainly send your concerns to uh, at Chris Williams on Twitter. Bring um, it on. I've, I, my mind can go either way as to whether or not this is a good thing, if I'm an Iowa State fan, if this is a good thing that the Big Ten did this and got out of ESPN, or if this is a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I'm not sure if it's as good as it can be. We all know that live sports is kind of literally the last advertising frontier of highest value. It is it, it live sporting event is appointment, television, which means you can't fast forward through commercials. It's incredibly valuable real estate. And the Big Ten just got locked up for seven years. Um, the ACC's locked up for 20. The, the Big 12 and, and, and Pac-12 are coming up here shortly. Who is going to bid against ESPN for the Big 12? Amazon. Amazon. Streaming Fox. services. Yeah, yeah. You, but Fox? Is Fox going to Is Fox going to do it? I think so. I well, I don't so I have I a know, conspiracy Greg. theory. Do you do you want to hear it? I, so when I'm here, when Brett Yormark was announced as the Big 12's new commissioner, so they did you know the PR thing that they sent. Did out. he walk in through smoke and like Vince McMahon fire and all that sort of stuff? No, but I'm pretty sure Gene Chizik did <laughs> when he got hired. 
I think they did. Like I, I can get one of my Chizik coins out of my drawer here. All right, never mind. I'm pretty sure they had like a big helmet in Hilton College. It's okay. And it's okay. Walked out and so the Big Twelve when they made that announcement, they had quotes from all these people like Ah oh, Brett Yormark, like he's you know all this PR and. One of the guys who did it was the president of Fox Sports. And there's a direct quote in there about how much they're looking forward to growing with the Big 12 in the future. Nothing from ESPN. You go back to the deal last year when Bullsby basically accused ESPN of right. you know collusion and all that stuff, right? And said, basically, Bullsby's like, I'm sitting on a smoking gun. I could blow this thing up if I and wanted to. I absolutely to. 100% believe it. Absolutely. Um, so I, I think, I think John, that there's a real possibility here that the Big 12 could be the only school that is not like exclusively with ESPN or Fox. I actually think that because they – that here's the deal. Like they're trying to fill these streaming networks too. Right. So like, that's the thing, like with this big 10 deal, I look at it and it's like, man, it's all on linear. It's all on broadcast. That's awesome. Right. And you're getting paid, man. Freaking Indiana is going to be on Peacock and Paramount app every week. In every week like, and for, for football, for football. Right. Right. So you, you know what I mean? Like there's no more ESPN to 11 a.m. spot. Right. Right, right. I think there's like eight football game, football games that are going to be streaming. It's really basketball that's going to be doing a lot of the streaming this go around. But the yeah. deal six to seven years. What's crazy is, Chris, the Big Ten's deal comes back up for bid before the SEC's comes yeah, back to bid. I saw that like a year really before. Far, which to me, and also an article I read, an article I retweeted today last year, just just released today, streaming versus cable viewing hours more people consume their entertainment via streaming services yeah. than cable for the first time ever. And in six to seven years, that gap's going to be enormous. So Apple, Amazon, those are going to be the players the next time around. So I think you answered I, my question and you have me thinking about it differently. The Big 12 could be in a pretty good position because obviously you want you need competition to get the most money. Yeah, and if, I don't think if, it, if go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't think it's just going to be ESPN. So okay. I could argue it either way. I could argue it's bad because I had heard for a <laughs> yeah. long time that CBS was really sniffing around the Big 12 because they didn't think that they would be able to afford the Big 10. Obviously, they had lost the SEC. The ACC has been eaten up by ESPN for a long time. They've got that deal till 36. And the Pac-12, CBS and NBC aren't going to put Pac-12 games on at 10 o'clock. Right on a at ten right. o'clock Eastern on a Saturday. Right. So I thought the Big Twelve had a good opportunity to get a deal with CBS. You can supply them. You, you can supply Paramount with really good basketball, and that there could be an opportunity there. Bad in that sense. Good though, because look, I mean, if ESPN now, like everybody talks about John the the Pac twelve window. Oh, it's so valuable. We've got to have that. We've got to have that value. Well, now you look at all this middle-of-the-day stuff that ESPN just had open up, right? So you look at who's left. You've got the Pac-12 and you've got the Big 12. Um, you know, you you they're, they have so much stuff that they've got to put on the air. The, the middle-of-the-day thing, you've still got BYU coming in, right? So you've got that late slot. I think 
It's just my opinion. It, it, it plays for Fox well to do what ESPN did to the Big 12 last year, but you do it to the Pac-12. If you could entice Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah to join the mm-hmm. Big 12 monetarily, not only are you building up a brand that you are going to bid on, perceived that, right, the, that Fox, but you're killing off ESPN in that super late-night slot that they have. Mountain West is with Fox. What's ESPN going to do at that point? See what I'm saying? No, I, I think you bring up great points. And, and I do think that this can be debated, analyzed, and you can arrive at different opinions on both sides. I think it's fascinating. Listen, um, you know, once upon a douchebag, I was kind of an a-hole on this topic. You know, I was a zero-sum zealot. What's bad for Iowa State is good for Iowa. All right. And the opposite. Not be true. You. I, 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 I am not that way anymore. Okay. I, though, though that era is over. I'm no longer a Des Moines, Iowa sports radio talk show host. Feels that like really you're setting needed, the tone for your brand going forward. That, that, <laughs> that really needed to contrive sometimes to get people to call, to get me through June, July, and August doing a solo radio show when I'd never done a radio show before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so my apologies. And for those of you that do not accept, I get it. You don't have to. I, what I'm, so that's a preface for me to say, I am not rooting for bad things to happen to Iowa state. Matter of fact, I'd love to see the big 12 get a great television contract. I'd love to see, what I think the eventuality is of the leftover Pac-12 teams that will be left over after Washington, Oregon, Stanford, maybe Cal get raided and join the Big Ten to create a Western pod with USC yeah. and UCLA that they absolutely have to get because of what we talked about earlier with the private jets and the scheduling. That is going to happen, and that's why the contract with the Big Ten has escalators in it. I hope that the Big 12 – gets paid. I hope that Iowa state continues to be uh, fruitful and, you know, their, their financial coffers are stable. Well, John, you know, I'm an Iowa fan that really, you know, you want to should want Iowa. they play one football game a year. They play one basketball game a year in men's and ones and women's. They wrestle once a year. For now They're not too. competing for yeah. conference championships. <laughs> and, and Tris, Neither of us follows recruiting the way that we once did, but I'm guessing, even though Iowa State does give offers out to anybody that's got a heartbeat that's in the class, but that aside, I'm guessing they Those probably go ahead to, they probably made a lot of money to, on that T-shirt. Thank you, Brian Ferentz. They probably go head-to-head, for real, on guys they really want, committable offers. Okay, that's a T-shirt. Committable offers <laughs> on what? Ten guys? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe a little more now with Campbell because he's so much more Midwest, but it's not – yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, your, your, your point is proven. You're not rooting for the demise of the Big 12. Uh, well, no, I'm not. Am I still going to be a smart aleck sometimes? Yeah, but it's probably fine. just in jest. It's just to get you. Not, other, not those other great Iowa State fans, but just you personally. 
That's fine. Bring it. Bring it on. As long I'm going to make fun of Brian Ferentz a lot. I'll promise you that. So oh, that's he. He brings it on himself. <laughs> um, here's my. Di- I think the Big Twelve. I've been on this for over a year now. I think they have to go with the streaming partner in some sense. Like, here's my deal. I don't want to see the, the Big Twelve, or I've been telling this to Big Twelve fans too. You're not going to be. You're not going to be the SEC in the Big Ten. Like this whole. Like having to compete with that, like it's it's not like you have to be creative here, and I think you have a better opportunity to make more by rolling the dice a little bit with an Amazon. Apple's not going to bid on the Big Twelve. Like I don't think that that's a very good fit. I think that uh, it, the only way Apple would consider 12. the Big Twelve, yeah, they're they're they seems more, and they've been talking to the Pac twelve from what I understand for years. Like this isn't yeah, but who's going to be like, left? Yeah. So, like, my question to you would be, because I thought Amazon would be a Big 12 partner. I've thought that for over a year now. And I have some pretty good sources in that world. Um, my question now would be, is the Big 12, because Amazon wants rights. Like, they are fully setting themselves up to go to war with Disney in the next 20 years for this. Bezos versus Disney. Like, th- that's how this is going to be. A- Apple is much more strategic. You know, like, they're much more... MLS, um, they're going to go into the spots that they – Friday night baseball package. One. Yeah, 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 that type of stuff. Um, my point with – like the, the Big 12 is not going to be those two, so they need to do something to differentiate themselves at all. Brett Yormark goes out there on Big 12 Media Day and is talking about being younger, cooler, hipper all that stuff, whatever you take it as a grain of salt. But like to me, and I asked a man, like I sat there and talked to him about streaming partners. He seems wide open to it. I don't, and you don't want to go exclusive there, but if Amazon's going to overpay you and you can get an extra 5 million a year, just throwing in that arbitrary number for your schools, it didn't make sense for the big 10 to do it because they didn't need to. The big yes. 12 is in a position. This is like you and me like to talk about um, retirement and stuff, right? If you haven't started saving for retirement and you're 50, you got to act a little bit differently than you did if you started when you were 25, right? That's, that's you got to be more aggressive. You've yeah, I had, you've I had to, to be really aggressive. You got to do some things that the 25 year old who started putting in Vanguard's funds when he was right, um, and that's to me where the Big 12 is. You've got to push things a little bit here and get a great streaming partner. Like you, you don't have to put your game of the week on there. And I don't think you're going to have to because I think right. ESPN's still going to be in that mix. I think Fox will still be in that mix. I doubt CBS or NBC is going to mess with the Big 12 now. There's still some rumblings that they may be looking for an earlier slot. I doubt it. I just I just don't see that. But, like, if, if this would have been a setup for the – let me ask it to you this way because I'm just talking in circles now. Wait, I, I want to clarify. Is, is the, so you're, 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 okay. you're saying the Big 12 was the aging, balding 50-year-old? Right, that has to be aggressive. Sure. Okay, just want to be want to well, be sure. Go ahead. I'm saying that we, I'm looking at my retirement account as a Big Twelve fan right now, and I'm going, right, "Well, right. that I right. want to live that guy's lifestyle, but I don't have uh, this right. is not set up well for me." So what about me? Okay, good. Good your question. I'm getting in the cannabis stocks right now, man. <laughs> like we're gonna go on a bull run here. Um, yeah. is the Big Twelve more? Less or does it not matter uh, appealing to Amazon now that the Big Ten isn't going to be there, too? Because my in my mind was like, man, if if the Big Ten's a little bit, you know, dipping their toes with Amazon, then Amazon's starting to become a 
college football destination, right? And then you add the Big 12 to it, and it's a real spot. Like, does it do enough for Amazon just to bid on the Big 12? So I'm involved on a regular basis um, with the company that I own in negotiations. Probably four to five significant 10-figure negotiations a year. Right. So you learn a lot by being thrown into that environment. There's other people that do much more negotiations than me for a higher volume. This isn't a penis contest I'm talking about. I'm just giving you a little bit of experience on this. To me, if I'm Amazon, all right, I, I the, the Big Ten didn't want me. I didn't get a chance to dance at their table this time. But they also only signed a six or seven year deal. My guess is that the Big Ten said, we're going to get to you. The next time around, you're going to be there. Please don't be mm-hmm. offended. I now look and I see that the Big 12 may have some need. ESPN, as you pointed out earlier, and I think uh, accurately, and Fox may both want some Big Ten, Big 12 inventory, which is great for the Big 12. Competition is going to drive up the pi- price. And I think an Amazon would look at Big 12 inventory and this, if they're ready for it, if they're ready for it and they are willing to do this right now in 2022, maybe they're not yet ready. But if they are, I think the Big 12 would be the perfect place to plant their flag and go make a run for 25% for a Big game of the basketball. week. Like Big 12 oh, basketball, there, there's there's value there for a streamer more so than linear because people have to sign up. Kansas no, no and doubt State fans it. will sign up to watch basketball on Prime. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, well, I guess I haven't said that. How many people don't have an Amazon Prime account that a Big 12 streaming package is going to be the tipping point? Like, all right, well, I've I've held off from Amazon for the last 20 years. This is going to be it. I think most every everybody, hell, we've got two of them. My wife asked me all the time, why do you have one? I'm like, well, because... I want to buy my own stuff. And sometimes I don't want you to see that I just bought 25 <laughs> pairs of socks. I know I don't need them. I want them. So socks. I, well, socks or other things. Nothing. So weird purchase. No, nothing. Nothing. Marriage ending. I just don't want to have to ask sometimes, hey, can I use your Amazon account to buy this? Well, why do you need it? I don't care about need. Yeah, I no, want I, it. You know what I'm talking about? You. A lot of people saying, John, that's smart. I'm going to do that now, too. Amazon um, just saw a big bump in the stock price. There you go. There you go. So, so to to me, I if I'm Amazon, I want, to, I want it. If I'm ready to do it, if I have the, you know, they 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 did it the NFL stuff. So you're the same way, John. What do you mean? Are they ready? I'm talking about what you're talking about. Basketball. Let's get a couple games on a night. Uh, a couple, two, three uh, broadcasting teams. If they're ready to do it, I think the Big Twelve is a perfect place to go and do it because I think that's where. A lot of it's heading, um, you know, unfortunately to me, unfortunately, because I'd love to see the Big Ten get to mostly streaming in the future, too. But Fox owns 61 percent of the Big Ten. Yeah. So when I say unfortunately, it's not a matter of Fox or ABC or whomever owns it. It's a matter of I just don't see the Big Ten being having the big streaming angle that I see a Big 12 having the opportunity to do. And I think that I think the Big 12 actually may come out of this OK. One one move I would make, and then we'll wrap this up. This I would go after San Diego State right now. More so, just to weaken your competition. 
Like if the Pac-12 is going to have any sort of a future, what's right now just the premise of there's not going to be Big Ten expansion for a while, okay? Um, San Diego State. Attack that which makes my enemy stronger. Yes. Even if you have to take a little bit less money, they're the number one. And for what it's worth, too, I've heard that the – before USC, UCLA made their move, it was pretty common knowledge behind the scenes that the Big 12 wasn't done in whatever this new iteration of the conference is going to be. And that San Diego State has always been, I mean, you look at, I'm not a big media market guy in 2022, but it's a good one in sure. San Diego. Brand still, new stadium. people that, where that matters. Um, I think that you preemptively get in their heads now before the Pac 12 can. And um, I and because I think eventually I do. I, I'll the national writers don't agree with me for what it's worth. They'll all tell you I'm crazy, but I think the four corner schools end up in the Big Twelve in some capacity. I think Colorado and Arizona would be the first to jump. My point is, you go oh San Diego State traveling nightmare, all that stuff. But I think that you're going to add partners for them. Like I, I think that that's all around the corner. And if you can. Pepperdine. Like, and, and also, like, you I don't know about the act. My point is, like, who else is the Pac-12 going to add? If you can take them, are they going to add Boise, one of the worst academic institutions? Like, that's where you got to deal with Berkeley and Stanford, and I told you earlier, like, pains in the asses to deal with. Right. If you can go out right. there and preemptively hit them right now, like, to me, that seems like a really good business move for the Big 12. Um, if you can't got- get those other schools right now. Right. I just got a text. Um, somebody wants me to ask a question of you, Chris, for your honest thoughts. This comes from Tavern Hawk 07, and he wants to know what are the what are the percentage chances that Iowa State goes to the MAC? That you know what I should have pre-read that before I read it on air. Tavern Hawk 07. You haven't changed is, a bit. Look that is you. highly inappropriate. <laughs> and based on what I said earlier, you haven't made, changed a you bit. You just look made you. me look bad. Not happening. And especially he Chris was zero nice percent. Yeah, Chris was zero nice percent. Put out Miller and Williams. On yeah, that. you got the front billing. Look at you. It, it has a good ring to it. Williams and Miller probably better. But no, I'm just kidding, man. I again, folks. They're Chris, not going to vouch. the Mac. Can you can you can I, you he, can you vouch for me? Like I'm I'm, yeah, I'm really not. I'm not that guy. John's anymore. good people. John's good people. It just it, felt it, like, like I needed to. I needed to give that to everybody. We're going to have a lot of time to do this coming coming up. My grand prediction, because we we've we been talking about doing this podcast for weeks and we just have it. But again, we're going to do more of this. Yeah, we've been trying the, to get together to talk about this topic. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen. Lock it down. Actually, okay. don't. But it, the Big Ten will do its expansion at some point. Uh, it'll get Oregon, Washington, you know, all the – I think Stanford actually, to me, makes more sense for the Big Ten and what they want to do, but – Whatever. Agreed. They'll do whatever they're going to do. Big Ten full of snobs, and that fits them. Yeah. Yes. Very uppity, that type of Correct. thing. Correct. 100%. Um, the SEC, if they want to – got to realize this one thing, everybody, that the SEC and the ACC are both exclusively owned by ESPN now. All their properties are across right. those, that network. So that that's important to think about here. And I know about grant of rights and all that stuff. This thing's going to dwindle down. Buyouts get less, all that. SEC is going to take what they want from the SEC. By this point, the Pac-12 is dead, or it's the new Mountain West, one of the two. 
the Big 12 will be there to scoop up the four corner schools, NC State, Virginia Tech, those type of schools from the ACC. You're going to have the Big 10, you're going to have the SEC, and then you're going to have a third major conference that's a tier down revenue-wise, and that will be whatever iteration of the Big 12 is. This is 15 years from now. So those of you who are watching and listening today, that's how this is going to play out over the next two decades. College football, in other words, what I'm hearing from you, and I think you should go get the T-shirt rights for this right now, the Big 12 college football's melting pot. I love it. It's solid gold. And you know what? In reality, why not? Why not? Well, um, that's where I think they have an advantage here, John. I've been I've gone through this my, my whole career covering the Big 12. The one thing the Big 12 has going for it right now is that they're all on the same page. Nobody wants us. Nobody wants the us. Island, We're stronger the together. island of the island of misfit toys. And again, as I said to start this, in case you're just tuning in late or if you didn't hear clearly, I don't think for a second that Iowa wouldn't be in the exact same position if it just hadn't been lucky and been invited to the Big Ten in the 1800s. Iowa doesn't have the juice to get an invite from the outside to the Big Ten were it not in the Big Ten. But what I'm saying is, in the Island of Misfit Toys, who wins at the end of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Who? Santa didn't forget about him. Swooped right in. Picked them all up. They found homes because they stayed together. They had the unity. And that's what I think that the Big 12 is going to get to. You see how we tied that in there? That's really, that's really good. Yeah. Look. That's really, it, really, really sometimes, good. Sometimes it doesn't feel good to be a misfit. But you know what? When you get around, you commune with, you make friendships and strong bonds with other misfits, there's nothing that you can't overcome. And then when you all have it, I mean, serious, I'm being serious now. And there, there's the We're deal. Like the numbers. And at some point in time, it. this is the land grab. At some point in time, they're not making any more FBS football programs for real. And you band together and by banding together and being the last piece of biddable real estate left that isn't locked exactly. up for 20 years, exactly. you get paid in a bidding war. Misfit toys, the term misfit is a term of endearment to me because I also real, realize that when you look at what I do for a lifestyle, like I play video games at night till midnight, which I read, I read Lord of the Ring books all the time. I don't really hang out with them. I'm a misfit, but I, you know what? I'm damn proud of it. And you should be too. All I do uh, is, like I, I feel like all I do is change diapers and chase little girls around. And the three-year-old right now, um, she, you brought up Rudolph. She's horrified of these creatures like the tooth fairy that invade our house about once every two months. <laughs> Somebody brought up the other night to Elise, like it was Christmas and she freaked out. She lost her mind because she thought Santa was coming that night. And so the other night too, when, so Cammy lost a tooth. And we had to barricade Elise's door shut and hang up things all over our house to tell the tooth fairy not to go in Elise's room. So that's my life. While you're playing your video games, you're having these intellectual conversations with Grace at dinner. Yes. I am. I'm reading Peppa Pig books in an English accent. Well, you know what? That is the bridge 
you build <laughs> to when you have a 20 year old, they want to have intellectual talks with dad That's good. because That's they good have a bond know. with dad that is unbreakable. Well, cause You're I kind of feel like now. I'm basically like Colorado state right now. I'm just kind of just aimlessly wandering, you, hoping taking, that somebody picks me up. Picking games where you can get them. I mean, <laughs> weeds weeds legal in your state, but even then, it just doesn't do it for you. You, you just whatever. I got a good view. Little girls are cute, you know. Like it's worse absolutely, thing. absolutely. Yeah. But doesn't doesn't it make those moments of clarity that when you do get a little time to yourself? Oh like, yeah, uh, more value. Thirty minutes alone. Oh, is just yeah do anything for it you pay a no lot doubt about it all right yeah. um this was fun thanks to those who watched it live i'm sure we're gonna have a bigger audience as far as the podcast goes but we are Where gonna can people find this the chris williams podcast oh so this is on, this is on the c-dub okay this is yeah so the new there we we were we're gonna have news like officially coming up in the next week or so we'll let you guys kind of um mess around with that think about that dave says he loves the format thanks dave appreciate that uh had a couple people chiming in but miller and i are going to we are going to work together in the future we're really looking forward to that we've always kind of wanted to do this regularly in the past and kind of just makes sense now so we'll tell you more here in the next week we're both kind of our you know masters of our own uh, futures right i think i hope so somewhat we'll see we'll see all right, brother. Yeah. Love you, man. Uh, enjoy your uh, enjoy talking all that smack to the SEC fans about your new TV contract. You know, I never that understood that about fans. It, like, it, it, yeah, I, I don't like, either. Like Indiana fans, like, well, we make eighty million a year. Like, it's so stupid. But you're miserable. You don't even go to your games. You hate the teams that come. Like, think about like a UCLA football fan. How shitty their lives are going to be going forward. Okay. You bring All up your home a, games are at nine o'clock at night. You know, right. it's just you bring up a really good point. Think about this: what 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 did Iowa State average last year in attendance? Uh, sixty-two, sixty-three. Yeah. yeah, whatever yeah. the capacity is, right under a sellout. Sixty-one fives is, is the sellout, and they averaged okay. like sixty-one even. I think. Right. What what Jamie has done with that stadium is phenomenal but what the iowa state fans have done in answer to the work has been just as phenomenal they go both go together you've got elite level practice and training facilities in both football and basketball you basically have i think facilities that are on par upper half upper half big 10 close if not upper half big 10 and that's a conference that's been feeding everybody a lot of money. So what I'm saying, upper half big 10, I'm not trying to do a backhanded compliment. If you're no, a yeah. state game, you, yeah, you I mean, that, that's a pretty big compliment better than most PAC 12 schools, right? Iowa state is better in those regards than most PAC 12 schools. So Indiana fan running their mouth with something like this is the ultimate stupidity. Because as I mentioned before, I, Iowa can't, wouldn't have Iowa University of Iowa would not be attractive to be invited to the Big Ten in 2022 if they were not in it. They just wouldn't be. They 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 don't they wouldn't raise the juice. They would be they would cause everyone to make less per school because Iowa wouldn't t- 
tilt the needle from a television's rating standpoint. And that doesn't mean that mm-hmm. Iowa isn't great and doesn't get good ratings and Iowa fans aren't great. You misunderstand me if that's triggering you. I guess I'm just saying is, to me, this isn't a dunkable topic. You know, I'm sure there'll be some Iowa fans trying to dunk on Iowa State fans over this. Oh, yeah, we're making $80 million a year and you're only getting 40 it, It's not a dunkable topic. It's just not. It's just – and, like, the dumb part of it, and this what always gets me, is these schools will make more, but your tickets aren't cheaper. Your yeah. parking's more expensive. Um, like, none of this is going to the fans. The players don't get any of it. It's more like yeah. so that the – you know, the strength and conditioning coaches are making $2 million a year now. Buyouts are more – like, you're paying all these guys that you fired because you, you can afford their buyouts. Like, that, I mean, it's not any better for the fans. And now and now Purdue fans are going to have to stream all their games because they're going to be right. on the freaking Paramount app. They're going to be like, all the what, time. Uh, what's, a, what's a peacock, you know? Where, <laughs> where do I find the peacock network? You know, I heard a song by What's-Her-Name once upon a time I didn't let my kids listen to. But what's what's a peacock network? Where do I find that? I don't know. So I, I don't know. Man. I w- I was going to be playing on it a lot in the future. So you better figure and that what, out. Basketball. Hey, anything's better than that Big Ten to go app. It's when bad. I was doing radio and I had to watch those Iowa non-conference games, like God, that was bad. When I was in radio and I had Terrible. to, I like that because that's an accurate depiction. Oh. Man. Yeah, you when you're forced to do that for your work. Hey, by the way, it'd be interesting sometime to find out what a um, uh, go ahead. Josh King's saying something there for the people listening yeah, to this who can't yeah. see it. Real quick, he says, "I don't care who you are as a fan. Iowa State is on the cusp of something big as a program, and as an Iowa fan, I'm jealous of the big things they're doing in Ames." Sounds like a plant, Josh King. Yeah. Right, but Iowa State is been doing great on their own merits. I mean, they have stability. I mean, TJ, I was really hoping he'd get it done at UNLV uh, a little better. You know, TJ's good at what he does. I don't need to tell you, you know, the man. And I think that uh, Matt Campbell, I actually have spoken. I'm of the, I'm of that age now where I've got friends, multiple friends that I are, or strong, close acquaintances that I knew when I lived in the 515 that they have kids that play for Iowa State, you know? And uh, I'm sorry, Chris, I don't pass along inside information to you because uh, my relationships are so important. I would do the same for you. Okay. But they we tell me the they tell me to a person how much they love Matt Campbell. I mean, some of these people were recruited – their, their, their child was recruited by both Iowa and Iowa state. So they got to juxtapose both staffs. Some mm-hmm. of these people, some of these people for the life of their kid had been diehard Iowa fans and the treatment between the two night and day. So yeah, Iowa state's doing a great job. I wanted to say to you or ask you, I would love to get somebody's opinion maybe like an opinionated athlete, It'd probably be better if they're former college athlete, someone like a Jordan Bohannon. I'd love to get his opinion on what he thinks when he sees these $1 billion a year deals and TV rights deals where mm-hmm. he sees that that may head relative to the student athletes and their piece of the and pie. Then, 
And, and then will they kid, unionize? That kid from Nebraska, this was the stupidest NIL thing I've seen. Um, his name was DeColdest. Did you see the video? I saw it. I saw it. it. Go get your... Yeah. The stupidest thing I've seen since NIL started was that that kid had to say he plays for Lincoln. He couldn't say he played for the university. Oh, geez. Because uh, that's so stupid. That's dumb. The amount of money that those athletes are bringing into that university. And he can't in a, I I understand like why whoever like is the rights holder or whatever, like I get their point, but it is so hypocritical and just so in bad taste that he, he had to say in that video, he goes, yeah, I'm the coldest. And I play for Lincoln. I'm a wide receiver for Lincoln. He couldn't say he right. for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. So stupid. I hope they lose every damn game. And that is something that Iowa and Iowa State fans have been able to unite on since 2011. And I say, if you find common ground, build around a foundation around it. So F Nebraska. And before I go, F I want to say this. Yes. Uh, the best name in college football this year may belong to uh, Oklahoma Sooner. Um, quarterback, General Booty. <laughs> yeah, I heard about this. General, yeah. General Booty. And, I hope uh, he wins the job. I, I hope he just makes some money on nowhere. General Booty T-shirts, and he's going to make money on General Booty T-shirts. And really, really the last thing, because I got a 3 o'clock hard stop. Yeah, I got to go. You, if you have a child on the way right now, you got a bun in the oven, Maybe one's coming. Maybe it's in your plans. Consider extra carefully what you will name this child because that child's future name, image, and likeness revenues may depend on such a decision. <laughs> General Booty's parents effing crushed it. What can you do to match that is what I got to say. Appreciate you. Thanks Bye, for watching, guys. Listen on the uh, Chris Williams podcast. You can... Subscribe to that. We'll tweet out a link to it as well. He's John Miller. I'm Chris Williams. Have a good one.